Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Oops, good morning. This is Dr. McDaniel, GYN Corner. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, Midtown Manhattan, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Today's Saturday, so we're at the horse farm, and um, we're here from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Saturdays. My daughter Jill, she's, I'm sorry, Joy, she's nine. She's warming up. She just started her lesson about five minutes ago. So she's warming up with her horse. It's a really nice day today in New Jersey. It's a little chilly, so I'm wearing a jacket and a hat, but it's quite sunny out. It's very bright and clear, actually, pretty cloudless. So it's a very crisp, uh, pleasant, gorgeous fall day, which is always nice to have. And um, we like coming here early in the morning because uh, when we get here at 8, there's like no one else here. It's always pretty empty. Um, maybe, I'm going to say maybe 70% of the time, there's one other guy at the whole horse farm. Um, He's an older man. He owns his own horse, and he kind of works works his horse out for about an hour or so. So I think he gets around seven. But other than him, we have the whole place to ourselves for about half an hour. Then around eight thirty is when other people start showing up for group classes, and lots of company after nine o'clock. But we're out of here at nine o'clock so it's pretty nice um so let's see last week i did some presentations on ovarian cyst and um i decided to speak about ovarian cyst because i get patients quite often who tell me that they had a cyst um they were told they had a cyst that they were told they had a cyst or they were treated for a cyst that's uh, the guy I was talking about. I was always here in the morning. Uh, treated for a cyst or that they um, uh, were worried about having a cyst. And if they've had a cyst that uh, was diagnosed or was treated, I'll often ask them, well, what kind of cyst did the doctor tell you? What kind of cyst it was? Or describe it. And pretty much they always say no. So I guess I'm like one of the few doctors who actually tells patients that there's more than one kind of cyst because they usually think it's just one kind of cyst. So I thought today I would kind of go over the different types of cyst. And I'm going to take a seat. Because my knee's kind of achy this morning. I don't really feel like walking around. <laughs> so um, there are different types of cysts. And the way I always remember the different types of cysts, I think, uh, I guess I do things kind of um, visually. So the way, the way I always remember the different types of cysts is, um, that's a little bit better, is uh, I think of the ovary and 
basically the makeup of the ovary because the different types of cysts come from the different types of tissue in the ovaries. And when you think of the ovary, the ovary has uh, a capsule, so it has a surface area, and we call that the epithelium. And the ovary has tissue that makes it up. It has little um, streaky tissue, which is fibrous tissue, and it has kind of chunky, meaty tissue, which is what we call stroma. And then, of course, the ovary is a sexual organ. It has um, eggs in it eggs or follicles. So I spoke um, earlier about the normal ovarian cysts or hormonal cysts or functional cysts which produce the egg which is the follicle and that produces hormones to potentially maintain a pregnancy if someone gets pregnant. Um, the other types of cysts are not normal, you're not supposed to have them, but the majority of them are benign, they're not cancer so it's not a big deal. Now the Now the other types of cyst one second. The other types of cysts come from the skin, the epithelium, and the epithelial cysts are multiple. So you can have a serous cyst adenoma, and a serous cyst adenoma is an ovarian cyst that just basically has water in it. It's from the skin of this, the ovary. Majority of those are benign, of course. You can have one that's filled with mucus. That's called a mucinous cyst adenoma. You can have one that is um, filled with the glandular surface of the ovaries. And we call those clear cells. So it's a clear cell. And you can have one that looks like it's from the uterine tissue. So I think of the lining inside the uterus. It flows out of the tubes sometimes. And at least that's what, what the theory is. And it can deposit on the surface of the ovaries. So that's called an endometrioid. And that's because the lining inside the uterus is the endometrial tissue. Now. So if you recap on the types of ovarian cysts that come from the skin of the ovary, it's a serous cystadenoma, a mucinous cystadenoma, a clear cell cyst, an endometrioid cyst, and then the last one is from the capsule. And a little bit underneath the surface of the ovary, it's called a Brenner tumor or a Brenner cyst because it's, it's mostly a solid tissue tumor, but it can have little pockets of liquid. And as I stated in a previous presentation, cysts differ from tumors because a cyst is a pocket of liquid, whereas a tumor is a ball of tissue. So epithelial cell ovarian cysts can be quite varied in their manifestation and in their contents. The cyst has straw-colored clear water, cystadenoma, a mucinous cystadenoma is filled with goopy, gunky, gooey mucus. Endometrioid is filled with blood. The Brenner is filled with the solid tissue and it has little pockets of almost liquefied fatty 
yellow looking liquid. The clear cell is very clear, hence the name. It looks almost like egg white, but very uh, thin. And then the um, epithelial cell tumors or cysts are predominantly benign, um, but can turn malignant. Sorry, I have allergies today. Once we dig deeper below the surface of the ovary, then we're talking about the meat of the ovary, which is the stroma. Uh, and we call those sex cord stromal tumors. The sex cord stromal tumors are not as common as the epithelial or the skin surface cell tumors. The sex cord stromal tumors make up basically the meat of the, of the ovary, Sorry, which is the stroma and the um, chunky background tissue of the ovary. So you can have a fibrous, predominantly fibrous ovarian cyst. And again, the fibrous one can have little tiny pockets of liquid, clear liquid, but it's mostly firm tissue, and we call those fibromas. You can also have a ovarian cyst that's predominantly the it's a firm cyst also so it's a firm tumor with pockets of liquid so it has cystic changes you can have the fibroma and you can have a thecoma and the thecoma is different from the fibroma by how it looks microscopically so to the naked eye they look very similar but microscopically one has mostly fibrous tissue the other one has little cells that look like theca cells which are related to um, the ovarian eggs or follicles follicular development. So you have a fibroma, you have a thecoma, and then you can have a combo, which we call a fibrothecoma. In addition to that, the Sertoli, I'm sorry, the sex cord stromal cyst can have what we call Sertoli Leydig cells. And those are, are very rare cystic changes, and they look pretty much like the uh, tissues that make up the testicular tissues, the tubes that carry and support sperm, but we have them also present in the ovaries, and they can, they can, um, they're also called androblastomas because they can produce male type of hormones, which the ovaries do produce in small quantities from those cells, but if they're growing, they're becoming tumors with little pockets of liquid, they'll increase that production, and about 20% of them will produce high levels of testosterone. You can also have cells that um, look like the predominant cells that make up the early eggs and support the follicular egg development. Those are called granulosa cells, and they're called uh, granulosa either granulosa tumor, or if they're also combined with theca cells, it's a granulosa theca cell tumor. And the granulosa cell tumors, which again are solid t tissue tumors with pockets of liquid, they can produce estrogen. So they can produce a lot of estrogen. And that's why a lot of times when people have cysts, they go, oh, um, I have lots of hormones. I feel like I'm really hormonal. Um, 
I have lots of breast tenderness or bloating or I'm really irritable. It feels like really bad PMS, but it's all the time. I'm worried I have a cyst on the ovaries because I know ovarian cysts can produce hormones. Most of them don't produce hormones. Very, very small percentage of ovarian cysts produce hormones, and that's the granulosa cell tumors or the granulosa theca cell tumors. Sorry, and then lastly are the pure germ cell tumors, and those are um, called germ cell tumors because germ refers to very, very early or kind of primitive or the initial development of our bodies, the germ cell lines. There's three of them, the ones that produce mostly the skin, the ones that produce mostly the inner body tissue and the ones that produce mostly the organs deep inside our body like intestines so we call those um, um, the endodermal mesal mesodermal and ectodermal and those um, produce the um, cysts that I mentioned in a previous presentation which are dermoids which are predominantly Pretty much dermoids are only from the ectoderm. And then we also call them mature cystic teratomas, but technically mature cystic teratomas can come from the ectoderm and the mesoderm. So I know that's kind of deep in the trenches there for the ovarian cyst, but I know sometimes people like a lot of detailed information or they like the, the nitty-gritty so to speak so I thought I would just backtrack and give the different types of ovarian cysts so as you can tell there isn't just one type of ovarian cyst there's multiple types of ovarian cysts depending on what where the origin of the cystic or tissue aberration or abnormality started and you can have normal cysts which are follicular cysts and corpus luteal cysts those are normal. Everyone who's reproductive and fertile has them. And then you can have abnormal cysts, which predominantly will be benign, non-cancerous. So they're not big deals, they're small deals. And as a recap of those, you can have epithelial cell cystic changes or tumors. And those are serous adenomas, mucinous cyst adenomas, endometrioids, Brunner tumors, and um, clear cell clear cell cyst you can have the germ cells which are dermoids and mature cystic teratomas and you can have the sex cord stromals which are granulosa cyst granulosa cell tumors theca cell tumors granulosa theca cell tumors sertoliolytic uh, cells tumors um, fibromas and uh, theca fibromas and then the cytoliolytic cell tumors are also called androblastomas and of those sex cord stromal tumors uh, a couple of them can produce hormones being either lots of estrogen which is the predominant female hormone or lots of testosterone which is the predominant male hormone and then lastly you can have ovarian changes which we call polycystic ovaries or polycystic ovarian changes and those are tiny little eggs or follicles that 
arrest and development, and they produce tiny little dots of pockets of fluid on the surface of the ovaries. So those can potentially be grouped as um, normal ones or epithelial cell cystic changes. So I hope that wasn't too convoluted. hope that was helpful information in um, discussing all of the different types of ovarian of ovarian cyst and um, some of those are solid changes so we call we call cyst and tumors neoplasms if they're solid they're not filled with liquid we call them tumors if they're filled with liquid we call them cyst and then some of them are a combo they're solid tumors that have um, cystic changes so uh, that's going to be it for today's presentation. I'll show uh, this guy on this horse just for a minute. That's going to be it for today's presentation. I hope everyone has a lovely rest of their weekend, a lovely Saturday. It's gorgeous here in New Jersey. I hope it's a lovely day wherever you are. And please hit the like button if you enjoy the content of GYN Corner. Please hit the follow buttons if you'd like um, to get a heads up and information on when presentations are coming and what the topics will be. And please check out the YouTube channel also called GYN Corner. Everything's nicely delineated there, so you can just check out the topic that you'd like to follow. And please click the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. And if you enjoy listening to podcasts, which I do, they're awesome, uh, check out our podcast. We're on uh, eight different platforms. The most popular, of course, are Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, um, Spotify and um, Anchor, a few more. Uh, and place a review. Let others know what you enjoy about GYN Corner. And please rate us. Also, leave comments, leave questions. I'd love to get additional content topics from people. And uh, I love, I like doing uh, question answer sessions. I've done that a few times. People have placed questions and I've addressed their questions in a presentation. So uh, I'd like for this to be an interactive page on Facebook and um, hope everyone has a great rest of the weekend. Bye. for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.